Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Fries, joined this week by all of my fellow SWTVC cohorts, Tyler. Good evening. Uh, Carlo. Hi, everyone. Uh, John. Hello there. <laughs> and introducing our newest member of the team, Lewis. I do. Yeah, why don't uh, why don't you go ahead and let's kick this off with you uh, introducing yourself and letting folks know uh, who you are and what you're about. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm probably old school. I kind of uh, grew up in the late seventies, and so I didn't quite catch the early uh, you know the release of New Hope. I was still a baby, but really, I'm a I'm an Empire Strikes Back kid, I guess. And so um, I, I you know earliest memories of having the ATAT um, for Christmas. Uh, with the drivers and the, you know th- that was really my earliest memories of Star Wars figures and I've still ha- I still got all of those figures I still have them now um, and and never really stopped uh, I guess over the years like anyone you kind of have those moments where you you drop in and out of collecting slightly so I, I have some holes particularly in those sort of uh, the glory the golden years that everyone talks about they're, they're, unfortunately there's some of the ones that I missed you know getting married buying a house uh, doing all those sorts of th- things that life throws at you. And, yeah, responsible uh, reasons. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so, but I never really stopped. So, I, I guess you know, you could you could argue oh, I've been collecting as long as I can remember, really. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how I got here. I, I haven't, I've never really been on socials too much. I think really, I I got onto the social media side of things really because, like everybody else, I just wanted to see more figures and just decided let's jump on and you know join in with what everyone's calling out about. Yeah, you're um, on Instagram. You are Space Hut. Indeed, yeah. Um, or as uh, as my uh, on and off again girlfriend, where she saw it the first time, she was like Space Butt, and then I told her, "No, it's Hut," and she's like, "Oh, okay," but she still calls you Space Butt uh, <laughs> with love, with love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you do a lot of awesome stuff over on Instagram as well. Uh, that's part of the allure of just like we got to have this guy on the team. You are active in all of the things we do. You are so supportive of everything. I know you've bought some of the merch. You've been uh, putting out incredible concepts for like play sets. I think we talked a little bit about you yesterday or by the time this airs a couple days back on a Tim uh, Bosk Bounty live stream. Yeah, very so, flattering. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dude, we're it's flattering to be in the presence of greatness like that. So, <laughs> well, let's see. Um, Hasbro kind of had what was it? Fan celebration, uh, sort of thing. Most companies. This is when Toy Fair would have been a thing uh, if the world were normal. Um, many companies uh, debuted a lot of things that would have been shown or shown off or announced at Toy Fair. Uh, Hasbro announced uh, Wrecker for the Black Series. Uh, so that's, and so that's what we're going to talk about for the next hour is a Black Series figure. <laughs> and uh, I'm checking out. They, uh, they surprised us. It was a pleasant surprise. Uh, they Back in January, you may recall, they introduced the pipeline reveal. We talked about it in our first episode of the podcast of uh, podcast or, uh, pipeline reveals of things down the road. And IG-11 and Bespin Lando were the pipeline reveals back a month ago only. And we were treated to getting to see the figures this week. Uh, IG-11 and Lando, all new sculpts coming this fall to the Vintage Collection. Incredible photos they put out that just kind of set everybody on fire. Uh, We weren't expecting to see them. At least I wasn't expecting to see these two figures so soon. I was expecting like what uh, Yak Face was hinting at of the Gaming Greats repaints. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was really uh, a pleasant surprise to wake up Friday morning to two new upcoming definitive 
much requested figures coming to the vintage collection. What do you guys think? Well, it's great to see. Uh, this is the first, by the time he comes out, this will be the first Bespin Lando in the three and three quarter inch line since 2004. So that'll be 17 years by the time he comes out, which is long, long overdue. Um, and as Bosk pointed out, he looks to share some of the tooling with, not some of the tooling, he looks to share some of the sculpt, the digital sculpt from the Black Series version from 2017. Um, maybe some of the chest folds on his shirt, that sort of thing. Yeah. But he looks amazing. He looks up to every standard we could want in a vintage collection figure these days. The post on Instagram were really interesting. People thinking it was actually a six inch figure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that speaks a lot of the quality that Hasbro is um, putting into the new figures. Lando looks incredible. And you guys know I have a weakness for IG droids. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to uh, yeah. end up with a lot of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, both of these, IG-11 took about two years from the time he was actually debuted and then sadly died in The Mandalorian Season 1. Um, but, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's two years, 17 years, both these figures are worth the wait. Completely all new sculpts. Um, the, Black the Black Series IG-11 was based on an older IG-88 sculpt. So it's not accurate. It doesn't have all the articulation that uh, this character needs when he's spinning around and doing awesome gun battles on Navarro, or sorry, on Arvala 7 and Navarro. Uh, yeah, it looks like they really put a lot of care into these figures. It's uh, with the with the IG-11 too, where I think we had mentioned it with Tim as well, of that is something that can then easily be repurposed down the road to give us a definitive IG-88, uh, you know, or IG mm -hmm. assassin droids of any kind. Yeah, so I, I wanted to ask Carlo as our, as our resident... Uh, IG expert. <laughs> um, are they, is IG 11 and IG 88 basically the same in terms of his, his physical construction and how he, how he looks like the tooling with the tooling. Is it literally like the same, same droid, same pistons, you know, all they're, that stuff. They're pretty different. Um, well, the, the black series figures are identical. <laughs> right. Womp womp. They're very different. I think you can notice in the chest area, um, IG-88 is very clunky. It's a lot of um, sharp angles. And IG-11 is more curvy. It's, I, I think there's two things on the shoulders. I don't know what they are. They look like ovals on each shoulder. It, it, it is pretty different. Um, the head is the same. but I was just wondering how much, how much tooling... Or how much of the mold could be used for a retool for oh, IGA? Yeah, I think I was looking at some of the. I'm sure I think it could be. Yeah. A lot of it could be, but they would have to update like the chest. And um, uh -huh. at least in the show, IG 11 has more fingers than IG 88 mm, does. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's kind of hard to tell in the pictures if they added those on the figure. I'm pretty sure they did, but it's not really 100% clear in the photos He's we got. He's definitely got different fingers to the IG-88, which almost has pincers, doesn't it? Yeah, like a, a pair. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah it, it definitely has fingers. Um, so there's definitely something different there. It's interesting. I was looking back at the, the IG-86, uh, which was obviously in the Clone Wars. Yeah. So although it's an animated figure, um, it does have the ability to, to, to bend the shoulders up and to, to swivel backwards. So it does actually have that same movement um, that they've put into this new figure. So it's almost like they've take, they've gone back a bit. Uh, I know everyone was sort of talking a bit on the live stream about whether or not that was going to make it more fragile, but it seems to work fine on that Clone Wars thing. And it's, it's quite, 
it's quite minute in terms of the, the size of the, the joints. The, the shoulder joints, if I if I saw correctly, they look like sort of like a human ball and socket joint kind of thing. I think the only reason that I had I had, mis- I had mentioned any kind of misgiving regarding articulation on the IG-11 with the fragility is because of some of the recent vintage collection figures have suffered from some stiff joints, uh, namely K2SO, Darth yes. Vader. Yeah. Uh, so if you're yeah. listening to this and you have a figure with stiff joints, uh, boil it. Don't eat it, but boil it. Yeah. And uh, yes. uh, it's a good way to never, kind of ever loosen yeah. the joints. Force it. Yeah, no, never yes. force it. I mean, never I force sometimes force, I force it, but I, you know, have a foolproof, foolproof method of making sure I'm pushing enough force into the joint while still bending. But so, so you're yeah. saying don't use the force. <laughs> yeah, don't use the force. Use some <laughs> boiling water. Don't use oh, brute force. Yeah. Use the force. <laughs> so sort of the other issue with him being so spindly is that the recent Battle Droid repack that they did, um, he's much less, he feels a lot less sturdy than the one from 2012. Yeah. It's the same exact figure, but I don't know if they're using a different, weaker kind of plastic or something. It's very rubbery. It feels more like a Bendum than an action figure. <laughs> yeah. It still, look, it still looks great, but it's, you know, not very sturdy. But then K K two was pretty solid, wasn't it? K two was quite a solid figure. He, he, so again, they they can do thin figures uh, that that have got that that strength to them. So I just wanted to comment on the battle droid real quick, in case someone from Hasbro is listening. Um, you know, being being our army builder guy, <laughs> I had uh, fifty of those droids pre ordered, and I I wasn't sorry about it. Um, but in light of, of the unfortunate news that they are rubbery, I did dial that down to 20. So, um, when you loot, when you, when you use bad plastic, uh, you're going to lose out on my money. So <laughs> use quality plastic yeah. and make sure the figures aren't rubbery yeah. and I will buy more of them. And I'm sure many others will share that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, I had planned on army building a bit myself. I, d- I only dip my toe into army building. I'm not like uh, some of you guys <laughs> with that, uh, you know. Um, I'm a little nuts. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, Tyler. But it's good. It's a good thing. We love it. Uh, I, I did end you up. You might with, have I more think... battle droids than Newt Gunray. It's not quite. We're not quite clear on that. But... <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think I have just an army of Obi Wan's because I was ready for that uh, Joris Kaboth reveal in uh, Rise of Skywalker. So it never <laughs> happened. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I'm w- I'm with Patrick. We need him in the line. You know, oh, absolutely! If we in, if we I, had I, enough, I give it points for that. Yeah, one. if we had enough room in the line for stuff like that, I'd be all for it. So, well, I want to ask uh, Tyler what he think as our resident uh, soft goods f- number one fan. The new Lando figure has a cape that is, as they say, one piece of cloth with print mm-hmm. with printing on the inside. The, the gold pattern that he has on the inside with the blue pattern on the outside. Um, previously, on the two thousand one and two thousand four figures, it was sort of two different layers that they kind of stitched together with big hymns at the edges um what do you think of the look of the new one so um i'm certainly happy that it is soft goods absolutely mm-hmm. uh, prefer soft goods you know 99 percent of the time um i do have mixed feelings about it uh i'm hoping that it will come out looking good i think the way that they executed it with with printing the the colors on one side does make me a little concerned that it's going to look too thin because his cape in the in the film is kind of um he's lying, isn't it yeah thick and billowy you know um and his his collar too you know it's kind of like a leather piece in the in the movie am i right like a, le- a folded leather piece mm-hmm. um you know and and they they did it with cloth on this figure um 
I still think it looks good. Uh, I'm not a, a huge fan of the rope going across yeah. Uh, yeah. the chain. I agree. It's better than the General will... Lando one, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly yeah. better than the General Lando. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think what I'm going to end up doing is is opening up several of them, and I'll probably cut the chain off and like super glue his cape to his shoulders in the That's back. Smart. And then I'll have a second one for like his cape off scenes. Yeah. You know. Because uh, I, I don't have the 2004 one, but I've actually got the the Power of the Jedi one, and they've stitched that into the arms, haven't they? They, they actually, it's actually held on. There is, there's nothing around the neck. Sort of, yeah. Like it's kind of, it's permanently attached to the figure. I have it right That's, here. Um, yeah. on, in 2001, in the Power of the Jedi figure, the blue upper portion of the cape is soft goods, and on the 2004 uh, original trilogy collection one, it was a plastic piece. Um, and yeah, both of them are permanently attached mm-hmm. to the figure, so you can't take it off um as he does in the film when he's escaping cloud city and also when he gets into the fight with han and you know yeah my (laughs) friend (laughs) but uh no i mean i remember when i was a kid back in the 90s i don't want to go off on a tangent here but back in the 90s they had these batman figures with cloth capes and in the collar they had like these these metal like half circles that would clip onto the figures like neck so that you can remove the cape, but it also will hold the good old Kenner oh, Batman right. days. I have a ton oh, of you those. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? I have Malgus, tons of those. Malgus, it would have been something similar, yeah, Malgus. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there are Star Wars figures that, that do that. I don't know if they could have incorporated that into into Lando's collar somehow. Yeah, that seems like a very much like a, a concept that's been left behind in the past. Is that little uh, little neck grippy piece in a soft goods cape? Which I, mm-hmm. you know I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Thank you for bringing it up. That is a good idea, even yeah. if it looks a little chunky sometimes. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about executing it right. So I don't know. I mean, I, I like it. I think it looks great. I do. I, I am probably going to cut the chain off, though. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my only small nitpick on an, an otherwise amazing looking figure. It's, it's an incredible looking figure and kind of touching on the point of the fact that it shares a lot of the sculpting with the Black Series one. I am so hopeful that uh, we will see Count Dooku follow suit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that'll be please, yes, absolutely. Please, please, please. The, the, the definitive Count Dooku is from about a year later after this definitive Lando from 2004 was 2005's Count Dooku for the Revenge of, Revenge of the Sith line. Uh, I don't know if, yeah, you know, some of you are listening to this and those figures are older than you. So <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's change gears just a little bit and jump into the bulk of today's discussion. Uh, We've got a fun little project that uh, will run all throughout March over on our Instagram page in the style of a March Madness bracket. If you're not familiar, uh, I know some of us aren't big sports people, myself included, not to be like, oh, nerd sports. Because, you know, I I can only check so many stereotypical boxes. Uh, Mom's basement is the big one. Uh, If you're uh, not familiar with the March Madness bracket, it's a fable tradition where college basketball fans fill out a tournament of uh, 64 seated or ranked teams. And uh, they follow along all month to see who gets eliminated. Uh, They fill it out before the tournament goes to see how close their brackets were, if their guesses were correct to what the ultimate results were. You know, all that fun stuff. We'll have uh, visual examples on Instagram when we post all this soon. Uh, So actually, if you're listening to this, odds are we'll already have that ready on Instagram right now. So you can just head on over there right now. 
Uh, if you recall, back in January in the new year, we put out a call for the community to submit their top 25 most wanted figures that they wanted to see Hasbro get to in the vintage collection. Uh, we had that run for about, new um, yeah, new figures, new figures. We had that run for about a month and a half. It just ended a couple weeks back. We received a ton of submissions. It was on Instagram. Uh, people reposted. It was also over on the Facebook group. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, John and I have been combing through that data to put together a ranked list of the top 64 most wanted figures as voiced by the community. So over the next few weeks, these characters will be going head to head in polls uh, in the bracket and to be decided by you all of uh, which figures we want to see as a priority for Hasbro moving forward. The goal here is at the end of the month that we'll have a clear and concise list to circulate and work from, uh, and we'll be able to present to Hasbro clear messaging of what we're asking for as TBC collectors. So John, if you kind of want to take from here, give us a sneak peek of maybe you know what the current top 25 most wanted figures are that were decided by these lists. Yeah, absolutely. So we went over about 150-ish submissions. Those are all the ones that we got across Instagram and Facebook. It was quite a variety across the entire saga. I will say that Mandalorian figures did really well in the poll. Luckily, five of the figures that were in the top 30-ish have already been confirmed or strongly rumored uh, to be releasing this year. So I take that as a very good sign that Hasbro is sort of on the same page with collectors, at least in terms of which figures we need to see. Obviously, there's so many choices. I was telling it up. I'll have it later. I'll record a little thing that says how many numbers there were, because I don't have that right now. <laughs> As for the actual top 25, here we go. Number 25 is the second sister Inquisitor, also known as Trilla Suduri from Jedi Fallen and Order. That's Carlo's favorite. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. I'm sure he's overjoyed that that made it into the top 25. Yep. Yep. Just squeaked in. Yes. Yeah, just squeaked in. <laughs> Number 24 is Pong Krell from Season 4 of The Clone Wars, a long-requested figure who has never been made in any Hasbro line. I believe there's a Lego figure of him, but uh, merch of this awesome character is, for some reason, hard to come by. Number 23 is Baze Malbus from Rogue One, one of the last few figures we need of the main hero group from Rogue One. There are still other Rogue One characters coming up on this list. Number 22 is Gerizeb Aurelios, also known as Just Plain Zeb from Star Wars Rebels. Oh, Carabast. Maybe there's some more Rebels characters coming up. I will say Chopper just barely did not make the top 25. He's at number 27. Hmm. Just had to throw that in there before we get to the others. Um, so ranked right above Zeb was Bespin Lando. Lando Calrissian is in his beautiful blue uh, Bespin outfit that we are getting this year. We just saw that figure. Number 21 is Emperor Palpatine, the Sith Eternal version from The Rise of Skywalker. And long have we waited for that figure to come out. Look at that, a sequel figure on the list. And there were other ones. Uh, again, Ben Solo in his Exegol outfit, his Exegol nice boy sweater, and <laughs> Kylo Ren in his cracked red helmet also just barely did not make the top 25. That's surprising. But they were very high ranked. Um, right above Sith Eternal Palpatine is Darth Maul, or just Maul, in his Mandalore outfit from Clone Wars Season 7, which again was confirmed uh, last month for this year. Looks amazing. Okay, in the top 20 is Moma Nadon, the Hammerhead, uh, an original 96 figure. 19 is Sabine Wren, another Rebels character. And she has so many looks to get to, obviously, from she changed her appearance every season, sometimes a few times within each season. So that's a figure where they could easily make one version and then just repaint her over and over again, and I think we'd all be happy with that. Number 18 is General Merrick, Blue Leader from Rogue One, who uh, the charismatic Rogue One pilot on Scarif who sadly dies. He was very popular with the Facebook crowd, that was for sure. Mm -hmm. I remember tallying those results. Mm -hmm. He was very high up on that list. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a good chance for Hasbro to give us another X-Wing as well, isn't it? So it's yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Use the same tooling that we got yeah. for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I've been waiting for that for a long time and it's, you know, they can use, use the same tooling. They can use the entire Luke body too. I mean, maybe maybe a different mm-hmm. torso yeah. because yeah. he might be taller or shorter or something. But I mean, it's it's mostly repack, retool, new head, yeah. boom, done, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. repaint. I mean, we prefer all new, but if you want to cut corners or if you want to save some money, has because the, the the Luke X Wing pilot is amazing, yeah, definitive. Yeah. It and, is. Yeah. I mean, he he is a shorter guy, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't see a, a General Merrick standing by a, a yardstick or anything. So I'm not sure how tall he is. So maybe it'll work. <laughs> Um, number 17 is the Lothal rat himself, Ezra Bridger. Number 16 is Lobot, who it would be great to have to go along with Lando and the Bespin freezing chamber from last year. Uh, right above Lobot was Ahsoka Tano in her Mandalore gear from Clone Wars Season 7, which again has been confirmed for 2021 and looks amazing. Number 15 is the Marshal of Mos Pelago himself, Cobb Vanth, Ooh. a very popular uh, Mando Season 2 character. And that's one that they could also... They could use a couple parts from the new we'll Boba Fett, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's got to be some mixed in parts there, definitely. He's a little bit taller and lankier than uh, Boba, but they can figure it out. Uh, Fourteen is Princess Leia Organa in her classic hair bun look from A New Hope, which, much like Lando, we have not seen a new version since two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from a five POA version, we've got to have that one for the set for the tentative set. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you should have. Yeah. We have the 2004 figure uh, peeking from behind the walls on that set, and yeah. she knows she needs to be updated. It's kind of like we noted on uh, uh, Boss's Bounty live stream yesterday with uh, Lando coming a year after the set, the play set that he would have been perfect for. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we are going to get a new Hope Leia next year, a year after the Tantivla mm-hmm. hallway play sets come out. Yeah. Number 13 is Director Krennic, the villain from Rogue One who has not been released in any other form in the three and three quarter line other than the five POA version with the plastic cape. Very happy that he made the top 25 because oh, yeah. Yeah. I see people list like rogue one, you know, needed lists all the time. And they're always, a lot of times they're missing Krennic and I'm like, hello, I think you're missing somebody there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm glad he made the top 25. Yeah. He was, he was high on my, high on my list as well. Yeah. I think he was, I think he just got nudged out of my top 25 when I was finalizing it, but that was just because I wanted some really niche things like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and his Mandalorian armor. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think any of my list uh, made the top 25. That's because I was going a little obscure. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, so the other main one rogue character that we still need, Bodhi Rook, ranked at number 35. So he, again, he's high requested but did not quite make the top list. Saw Gerrera came in at number 52, who was another much-needed Rogue One figure. So 12 is another Rebels character, Hera Syndulla. Number 11 is another Jedi Fallen Order character, Cal Kestis, who is getting his second Black Series release this year and still does not have any 3.75-inch figure. Yeah, we don't have a single figure. Nope. Uh, of, well, it's nope. because, obviously, uh, 3.75 collectors don't play video games. Oh, yeah, so obviously. Why, why, that's what they think. Don't even why get would we want those characters, right? Oh, I mean, my God. That's why uh, the previous vintage collection characters like Starkiller and Shea Vizsla only go for like $200 online. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, wants yeah. nobody wants them. <laughs> yeah, and I believe <laughs> To be yeah. clear to... To all listeners, that was dripping in sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I played the game twice, and it just feels hollow with no figures. It's, it's Star Wars with no figures. It's not the same. It's just well, 
it's hard. It's like watching the Mandalorian and all the shows and just being like, Ooh yeah. Look at that. Boba Fett's back, baby. Ooh yeah. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Ooh yeah. Mm-hmm. No figures. Exactly. So, <laughs> Bo-Katan. Oh, Bo-Katan. so I will say the, pur- the purge trooper is at number 32. So he will be in the top 64 bracket situation. Yeah. But, uh, and that's one that I could see realistically with like the troopers from fallen order. I think mm-hmm. those are a uh, strong candidate for the gaming great stuff. That would be incredible. So, yeah. so well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we have that new rumor this week that we're going to get the scout trooper from Fallen Order. That's what we were all kind Which, of expecting to be the reveal on Friday, because mm-hmm. Yakface rumored that. So we don't know if it's going to be a, a reuse of the old older body um, that was started in 2006 and got pieces in 2012 ish, 2013. I hope it's new. new I hope it's new too, but Fingers I guess crossed. we'll see. Because if it's new, they can again. I think I mentioned on a previous episode, uh, mileage get a lot of mileage yeah. out of a new sculpt for that. Yeah, they're so in Mando. They're in, yeah. they're in Rebels. Um, so now onto the top 10 is another Mandalorian character and one who is needed for the balance the scales initiative is Paz Vizsla, also known as the heavy infantry Mandalorian voiced by John Favreau in Mando season one. Right above Paz Vizsla is another disqualified character, IG-11, who is very highly requested and is now coming in in what looks to be a definitive version for this year. Very exciting. Number nine is rounding out the ghost crew, Kane and Jarrus, Jedi Knight as Bindu would call him. And I'll say for all the Rebels characters, some people specified different versions they'd like to see, but a lot of people just gave a generic Kane and Jarrus. Uh, we haven't seen... We've seen all of them in the uh, 3.75 5 POA Rebels line, which, you know, was a faithful recreation of their animated looks. But over the last few years, Black Series has gotten all of the characters in realistic, super-articulated uh, six-inch figures. And so it'd be, it'd be great to see at least, you know, those digital sculpts shrunk down to 3.75... And also, you know, a lot of people want Kanan with his blinded blind um, master, his blind master look from season three and four. That's what I would choose. I actually just finished my Rebels, a Rebels rewatch, and I'm jumping into Mandalorian right now again with Kanan and Ezra, particularly where it's all the other characters. I'm fine with them getting whatever, like throw a dart at the wall. Give me a random Sabine if you want to, Hasbro, like as long as she's in her armor and not like, oh, yeah, we'll give you Sabine. It's only in her TIE pilot disguise. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I I definitely would love Ezra and Kanan from their season three to four uh, models because those are just and it's different enough from the Black Series release where it's it's in, it's I mean, of course, I'd be over the moon if they just shrunk those figures down. But to have something a little bit different to have a different option there. It's just like, wow, yes. Cause those, those looks also have never been represented in figure form at all because they weren't Correct. making the rebels figures at that time. Where we're all on the same page is that five POA does not count. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Especially if they're animated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I will say there's, a, I have a soft spot for that. And I was honestly as poorly as they did, I was still thrilled to get the um, resistance figures because it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But I wish they were articulated. Yeah, I, I own them all. I own them all, but it's, it's frustrating because you want to take photos with them and you can't, you can't do anything with them. It's just yeah, yeah, static. Yeah. There's no vehicles, nothing. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the animated line went from a giant massive launch for Clone Wars that ran for several years to a much smaller line for Rebels that still had some fun vehicles to for resistance got one wave of figures and a couple of two packs and no vehicles at all yep even though it's a show based on racing and stuff but that's a whole nother conversation so yeah so a lot of demand for rebels characters in vintage collection several versions they could do i think they would all do well so number eight is sith lord darth tyrannus also known as count dooku himself and uh yeah as we said the black series got an amazing version last year it's been a while since 3.75 got one at all yeah mm-hmm. 
the but there there are a couple of good ones, but I, we need an all new one. I know we're not here to talk about Black Series. That's I think the reason that I'm singing the praises though of the Black Series figure is that as evidenced with Lando, like that sculpt is so good. It's so good that yeah, it's fantastic. Being being retooled a little bit and shrunk down to three three and three quarter inch, that would just be absolutely like right there bar none a top 10 figure of all time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i I know some people say that there are you know they could repack the evolutions one or the revenge of the sith two no i i I want to see an all new definitely articulate the works for articulation i mean if you're trying to pose him fighting yoda or you know anakin and obi-wan or whatever you're gonna need those ball hips and those rocker right. ankles, all that good stuff. Like new hands, yeah. they're adult shaped like Lego. What's it called? Secret. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So number seven is a character who appeared in Mandalorian. We know is coming back in the Bad Batch and is most likely coming again in the Book of Boba Fett. It is Fennec Shand, who did very well on the lists. Yeah, she'd be awesome to see. She could have a removable helmet or an alternate head, like the Din and Grogu build-up pack and her rifle. We need her to be able to pose to uh, do that awesome backwards jump off of the <laughs> mountainside that she did in Mando Season 2. Um, number six is another character who just appeared at the uh, tag of Mando Season 2, Bib Fortuna. He's another original 96 character. He probably should have been released uh, alongside the barge in 2019. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the optimal time to get him out. I, there's no better time than right now to get him out, frankly. But uh, Timing is everything. Yeah. To be clear, though, let's let's prioritize the Return of the Jedi look before yeah, his, absolutely. 100%. his obese uh, Mandalorian look. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I assume on that list, most people did specify whether it was a you know, Return of the Jedi version or whether it was a Mando version. Yeah, um, yeah, because he appeared in uh, Phantom Menace and Mando, played by sound designer Matthew Wood, which was cool to see. But we need his... Uh, we had a good version of the Return of the Jedi look in 2006 in the Saga Collection, but again outdated not up to today's standards they need to do an all-new version it would look amazing um so right above him is another return of the jedi character emperor palpatine who has been disqualified because he is very strongly rumored for 2021 according to jason at yak face whose word is as good as gold yeah so into the top five number five is the dark trooper from mando season two yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know anybody i don't know anybody who didn't love that action sequence at the end of uh the season finale where luke skywalker is just going to town on those dark troopers nobody is gonna buy just one of those no one's gonna Mm -hmm. buy one everyone's gonna buy a ton of those i have such a soft spot for uh for dark troopers too going all the way back to the old dark forces uh video game in the 90s i mean i would i would easily buy 30 plus of those so let me give you my money. Has <laughs> even even me being hesitant to army build, I would absolutely hands down have at least two full cases of that figure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and then they could do a playset that has them in the uh, that little hallway where uh, Moff Gideon was setting them up and recharging them. Or that hallway would be great because then you you could use that as a backdrop for uh, the Din Djarin and Moff Gideon figures to fight in. Uh, you know, have Luke slaughtering some dark troopers in. You know, have the ah. Uh, mm. Hasbro. The Dark Trooper just annihilating Mando. <laughs> yes, please give me that. <laughs> um, yeah, and they've done they've done a few versions of the video game uh, interpretations of that character mm-hmm. over the years, but we need an all the Mando one is redesigned. We need a new Mando version for sure. Yes. Number four, I know Tyler, you're going to be very excited about this one, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yes, <laughs> only number four. <laughs> I just want to say, community. Community, I'm I'm so proud of you for getting him into the top five. Man, I love you people. I really do. We'll make we need to make a meme of like uh 
all of us are uh all uh, tyler is ahsoka and uh, hasbro or patrick are uh uh the magistrate and it's where is granddad <laughs> <laughs> i would say i personally wouldn't want to see a throne until we've seen a live action version. Yeah. i was wondering about that yeah yeah so until his name got you know name dropped in uh season two I was infatuated with. I know we're talking about Black Series again. Sorry, guys. Uh, the the it's the okay. You're the Black one bringing series. it up this time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know, but uh, <clears throat> the Black Series one is is exceptional, especially the the new one with the photo reel. Man, he looks so awesome. His eyes look amazing. Um, and I I was previously an advocate for just you know retooling that using the digital files get. Get that out in 3.75. Add his his battle armor and helmet from uh, from Zero Hour. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes yeah. of Rebels, and uh, and get him out there. But now I'm kind of hesitant. I kind of want to. I'd, I'd almost rather get you know his live yeah. action look yeah. because I Definitely. feel like that's what people prefer. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and especially you know look at the vintage collection where it is uh, the figures are realistic styled. So I'm probably going to have to wait another three years. For yeah. That, but, you know. Oh, yeah. And I assume, I mean, I, my guess is that we'll be picking up his story after he and Ezra joined the Purgles off to go wherever they went at the end of Rebels. Um, so I'm sure he'll be a little worse for the wear. Maybe he'll be a little, I don't know, it, throughout his books that have come out, both canon and legends, he has a number of different appearances. Um, and they have made a few figures of him um, in 1998. And then about 10 years later in a comic pack line, which is a good figure and it was it great is. for the time. Yeah. Yes. And then they did a, a Rebels animated 5 POA figure, but, you know, no definitive vintage collection release. I, and again, that's another character that's been popular for for decades. Decades. He was huge starting in Heir to the Empire on through a new generation in Rebels and now in Mandalorian. Yeah, regardless of if you're a Legends fan or a Canon fan, Thrawn is like a huge yeah. gap. Yeah. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So here's another character who ranked extremely highly and is very strongly rumored for release later this year, is Quill. Now, yeah, everybody wants him. Everybody wants a Blurg to go with him. Yep. You know, no whatever, surprise. For, whatever form that takes, except Mission Fleet. We don't want that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, so, so Quill has already come in the Black Series and Mission Fleet and yeah. And Retro. Yeah, and Retro. Yeah, we're getting the Retro one before a realistic style three and three quarter one. Um, number three is Ahsoka Tano in her Corvus appearance. Rosario Dawson live action appearance. Oh, I would yeah. kill for yeah. that figure. We are getting the Mandalorian one this year, a year after that, uh, after those, after that arc aired on Clone Wars, and a little over two years after we first saw the character model yep. at uh, Celebration. <laughs> so who knows how long it's going to be before we get this version? But uh, she's getting her own show, so that kind of seems like a foregone conclusion. Hopefully, it'll be interesting though when she gets her own show. Will she have the same outfit? Will they give her a new outfit? Yeah. In which case, right. we may miss yeah. out on the Mandalorian yeah. version because they may decide to just go straight for a, you know where a new look may be that's true so yeah hopefully they get this one done yeah she looks awesome in her uh, cloak yeah number two is boba fett from the mandalorian most people specified his re-armored repainted version from morak uh his final basically his final form for the season which again i will i assume will carry on to the book of boba fett mm-hmm. assuming that takes place after mando season two do you guys want? I mean, I want all of his versions from Mandalorian season two. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I want all of them. I would love the Nomad version, like you know how he looked on Tatooine. I think, given how few slots there are, 
you know, I, I am in full agreement. I would like to get all of the looks, but if I had to pick one to prioritize, I would prioritize the repainted version. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it'd be easy to customize that with like a wash or something to have the... Because it's a little bit different. Like he took, uh, I think he took the armor off of his little chest piece and he connected it to, to the black his, one, right? Yeah, to the black robe. Yeah. So yeah, he did a, a little bit mo- more modification on it in the episodes. So I'm, I'm, they can get creative with it. They can do new tooling. Um, yeah, so right now the new Return of the Jedi version of Boba Fett is hitting stores. But that, yeah, that that's another example of the amazing quality that Hasbro is able to produce these days. But do you, not, do you not think it's possible we could get more than one version? I mean, bearing in mind, again, Mando, we've had, what, three versions of Mando. He's the main character. Yeah. When you bring him into a new show, it's probably unlikely he's going to change his armor too much in his own show. Right now he's got the new armor. Right. I, don't, I can't imagine we're going to see him out of it too much. Yeah. Yeah, and they can and they can use stuff like, you know, the legs they can use twice. They can use the arms and you know, with slight modifications. It's look at the look at the Mandalorian figure where, you know, the best car armor version, I think the chest piece was the only piece that was mostly resculpted. Um, and then everything else was using the existing assets from the previous Mandalorian figure. Uh I I think it would be really a no brainer to get all those out because Boba Fett always sells and hyped new Boba Fett from the Mandalorian will also certainly sell there's nothing to worry about on yeah. that front so hopefully they get to all three but yeah i think the top choice is the repainted version so then the number one figure requested was bo-katan Kreese, also from the mandalorian and even uh the people that specified mando versus clone wars we did separate some of those and even just removing the ones who asked for a clone war specific version uh, the Mandalorian version was still far and away the top requested figure. Yeah, crazy. That, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, she received almost full because we kind of we did a point system where like everyone's number one was uh, given twenty five points on down, so the number twenty five was given one point, and we tallied those all up. Um, so Bo-Katan got over thirteen hundred points, Boba Fett got over a thousand points, and Ahsoka from Corvus got about eight hundred and sixty some points. So Bo-Katan, you know, not quite doubling some of her nearest uh, competition, but extremely highly requested figure. Out, out of interest, when we launched the top 25, was it was that the same time as the episode that Bo-Katan was in? Um, it was I'm just a, curious on how current she was at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was January 1st. So yeah, so Mando, maybe it's a recency bias, bias thing, but uh, Mando characters did extremely well. But I think, you know, it's something that a lot of fans agree on, no matter how, your age, no matter what your entry point into the saga is, that a lot of people kind of agree on it which is not the case for every other movie and has never been the case for a lot of Star Wars. But um, yeah, but Bo-Katan, she debuted in 2011 or 12 in the Clone Wars uh, season four. And we've never had a figure of her until rumors of a mission fleet figure coming soon. And a black series finally got one this year. Didn't get an animated uh, Clone Wars one, didn't get an animated Rebels one, didn't get a realistic uh, Mando one when she appeared in the series. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, built up demand for that figure. And I think they do well to get her out as soon as possible. And then they can reuse her body for Casca Reeves mm-hmm. and Night Owl characters from Clone Wars um, and Rebels. So, yeah, those, those are the top 25 characters. It's, it's a solid list. That That is a solid list. I mean, I'm curious to see. I imagine at the end of the bracket, the list will look fairly similar. Uh, there may be some dark horse winners through there, but yeah, that, that I'm I'm really excited to see because going into going into the tournament, uh, we've got an incredibly strong list of 25, well, 64 uh, figures that 
we all want like they're on the they're on that bracket for a reason where pretty much most people want them uh from the hardcore like the most hardcore collector to people who have just started collecting Mm -hmm. recently of wanting things like mandalorian figures i'm really excited to see kind of how the list looks um at the end of the month after everybody's kind of voted on everything with the head-to-heads and prioritized what they want and see what that list looks like and being able to take that list and post it around and Show it like, you know, if ever given the opportunity, show it to people at Hasbro or at least make noise around it so that they have to at least see it once that we've got a community starting to come together and unifying their voices in order to really just kind of nudge Hasbro in the right direction of what we're looking for, what we're asking for and how they can achieve it when when they can achieve it, shortcuts they can take to achieve it without, you know, really alienating anybody. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested. Yeah, and it's... Uh... What's interesting, sorry, John, what's interesting on that list? I, first, I've heard of it, but the ones you've read through, most of those, or a lot of those, seem to be in Black Series already. Mm-hmm. So again, it, it'd be interesting to get a gauge because it's this balance the scales thing all the time, isn't it? We're all calling out for, we want to see the same figures in our scale as they've already got. Yes. And, uh, yeah, just where you're running through those, you know, you're going through a mile. Oh, that's a Black Series figure already. That's a Black Series. You know, that, that one's coming. We know that one's coming. Yep. And it's it'd be interesting to get a figure there of how many of those are actually either in Black Series or are coming to Black Series. That's true. Because, yeah, uh, a little bit earlier, late last year, we did the Balance the Scales Hasbro initiative, looking at which characters have been in uh, Black Series that aren't in Vintage Collection and yes. or aren't in 3.75 or et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, we, we should definitely take another look at uh, how many of those are in there. I will say, I just tallied it up. There were over 700 unique characters on people's lists. Wow. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that want a lot of different stuff, but these are the top 25 and top 64 are the ones that, you know, most people seem to agree on that participated. And it seems to be indicative of a larger trend. That was a huge undertaking, by the way, John. Thank you for tallying yeah, Oh, thank you. Thank you. You tallied some up too, and thanks, Tyler, for posting it in the Facebook group and everything. Yeah, and and I will just say to to listeners out there who are not happy <laughs> with this this character selection selection, um, I'm just going to ask. Well, did you participate in the vote? <laughs> because if you didn't, then you know maybe participate next time yeah, uh, yeah. well and the, now's your chance too to participate as well with the with the, with the bracket throughout the month and we'll be doing uh still kind of nailing out the final details but definitely and check the stories uh on our instagram uh we'll be posting head-to-heads and stuff i mean coming up with 25 figures is a daunting task for some of us coming up with only 25 figures is an even more daunting task because mm-hmm. you got lists a mile long but uh yeah it was hard i had to really pare down my list i was just looking through my list when you were going through that one and it's it's good to see that there's a lot of my list that's on there but the ones that aren't on there you kind of still think well that's a good figure i'm I'm happy it's there yeah yeah there's so many you could have picked a whole number 25 and it's still been a good list no problem picking 25 is it's a problem limiting it to just 25 yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. and that kind of points to where some of the collector frustration is at least on my end personally when it comes to certain character selection from hasbro where where who's making the decisions for certain things to be put out like why why are certain things being put out uh and and why are they being spread across different scales that don't go together mm-hmm. uh you know why does one scale have something again get balance the scales but why does one scale have something that complements a figure that's only available in another scale it's just not conducive to world building uh being able to focus collections uh being able to really just enjoy 
the figure in its entirety and the world that it belongs in and the characters it interacts with. Uh, and especially with the rise of figure photography, <laughs> uh, I, I seriously, the rise of figure photography being such a major point for a lot of these figures too, where social media is flooded with pictures of their figures, uh, including people like me, who's got an iPhone and a light box. I'm like, Oh, that looks good. <laughs> and, you know, wanting, but wanting to be able to like have uh Din Djarin fight, Moff Gideon. I I want I would love a Beskar spear. Uh, I wish there was a way to pack that in. I think it loses momentum um a lot. It, the, the excitement just dies down the longer the longer it takes. I mean it's great to to get a figure after three years that something aired, but it it, it just needs to be simultaneous. Yeah. Um I br- mm-hmm. I brought up before with you guys um with Battlefront 2, for example, when the when the Leia um skin came out. I don't know how to pronounce it. Bausch? Bush? Bush? The Return of the Jedi Leia skin. The first thing that I did when he came out was go take pictures with our figure. So we, we need like a better balance and, and not lose momentum when, when things come out like that. Yeah. Well, and I, I will give Hasbro credit though. Look at, um, for example, what we're getting this summer with Mandalore Mall and Mandalore Ahsoka. If either of those figures have been released without the other, it would have been, wow, what an incredible figure. Yeah. When's yeah. the complimentary yeah. figure for it coming out? What do you do? It, w- it would have been hard to swallow. Like, uh, I do feel bad with the Black Series stuff that there is no mall a- outside of the T- uh, Phantom Menace one. They are getting the entire Bad Batch this year, as far as we know, and we don't we don't have mm-hmm. a single rumor on that. Yeah, they're getting the entire Bad Batch. They've got the 332nd, so... And they've got a they've got a Captain Rex that isn't just god awful. I will say some some characters maintain their their relevance in terms of community wants, though. Like for example, yeah. the Rogue One crew and and Director Krennic. You know mm-hmm. that film came out five yeah, years the ago. Rebels, Rebels guys, and the Rebels crew. You know that that film came out five years ago, and those characters made it into the top twenty five. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. and it's been five years, and we don't have the whole the the main cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm asking for another gin on pegs because she didn't sell well, but I mean, if they did an all new figure in a different yes. outfit uh, with the photo real head that she wears, that's what I was hoping when the when the vintage collection came back. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe they, they can use um photo real with the new figures. But they didn't, so. yeah, they they were kind of ahead of themselves. Yeah, some of the main takeaways from this, I think there's yeah a lot of people want a lot of different things. There's a good mix in the top twenty five from animated shows, uh, prequels, originals, sequels, uh, Mando especially, and I I don't think it's I don't know I'm sure there is some like I said recency bias for that, but um, the Mando figures that are currently out they can't keep them in stock most of the time. They, they they do well to kind of look at these lists and say, okay. And you, you've only got to look as well. I think a lot of those top ones on the list, you're seeing so many customs of people making them yeah. themselves because they, they, they can't get them. They physically can't get them. So what do they do? They make them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a ton of people make Cobb Vanth and yeah, yeah. Uh, Boba Fett's rearmored look. Tons oh, of people. Yes. Yeah. Lots. People. Dark troopers are being printed. People are 3D printing dark troopers now. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those. Yep. Yeah. So I think Wampa Patrol 3D printing a crate dragon in scale with uh, 3.75 oh, figures the other day. Oh, wow. That looks Which, so yeah, awesome. That yeah. looks amazing. Wow. I didn't see yeah. that. That's awesome. Oh, that. oh Carla, you got to yeah, check it out. Just it's just starting. Awesome. It's like the head coming out of the sand. Whoa. That would have been, that would be a dope HasLab. It's a crate <laughs> oh dragon. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. It would be like eight feet long, maybe more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd be into it. You know, we've gotten all these big, ambitious vehicles. Let's get a big, ambitious <laughs> oh, beast. Oh, yeah. Packing a bamfer. 
I could have been through in a couple of Tuscan Raiders. That would be wild. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A for an afternoon snack for it. And then, you know, you could even throw in a gooey, uh, gooey Din Djarin, <laughs> you know, for the final scene. It's stuff like that that I think with HasLab, where if, I know we taught it, talked uh, the other day about figures as HasLab, um, you know, things that are deeper cut that wouldn't have the same appeal in the main line, uh, more for collectors only. But I, I sit there and I think of, you know, uh, the the Exegorth, the the big space, space worm. You know, if they they did just like a Haslab like display piece that my Falcon could fit in, uh, <laughs> I'd be into that. It's a dumb kitschy thing, but I would. It's just that kind of stuff that I think is fascinating, and there's a lot of possibility with it at this scale. Whereas you could never do something like that uh, at the six inch scale. Mm-hmm. On the the most recent Q and A with some of the fan sites, they did mention how people asked, you know, how come some figures are in some scales but not all of them, and like, what's the why? Why is that such a thing right now? And they said, you know, we look at each. We don't want to carbon copy, you know, Black Series to Vintage Collection. Even though I think we'd be happy if they did yeah. that. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that would actually be a really good idea, guys. You know, that's, <laughs> that's actually what, an amazing that's idea. That's what balance the scales, man. Exactly. Not saying release them at the exact same time necessarily, so the market's not flooded with, you know a billion queel figures or whatever, but, uh, you know, get them out eventually. Um, cause they were saying, you know, 3.75 is more for world building. You can't build a world without a figure. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. Sets and vehicles are great, but well, you know, you, you've got to populate them. Haven't you? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it kind of speaks to it too, where I, I sometimes again, not really knowing if Hasbro knows what they're doing in certain things. And I, I hope they do. And I think in certain things they do, like look at the top 25 of some, you know, five of them are already, you know, the top 30 figures, five of them are already coming, mm-hmm. which That's is awesome. Sign, yeah. uh, it's a great sign. But they said, was it this week where they said, you know, we don't want to flood the market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With what? <laughs> There's You're not flooding the market. Yeah, you're not you're, meeting the demand. Nothing. All that you're flooding the market with is stuff that people aren't really buying. And you go on Instagram and it is just hundreds of pictures of people just posting photos of empty targets mm-hmm. and empty walmarts yeah i There's went to no... a target just today and it was completely void of star wars product yeah yeah the most Thank i've you. seen is just some mission fleet and it's crazy seeing a darth maul and a clone trooper peg warm mm-hmm. yeah but it's seeing that and then just seeing jar jars and then that's it like black series jar jars that's, that's it that's what i see here yeah, even, yeah even on my pre-order list now is is you know, i started to do an excel sheet because i was losing track of it I've now got a couple of things on it. I mean, it's pointless even having a list. It's, there's nothing on it. Yeah, it's like it's it's easy to keep track if you're you know if you're only collecting vintage collection. It's like great, I've got thirty products to buy this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, no, I keep thinking when they say that they want to get new fans or make figures for for people that are just trying to collect. I mean, there's no figures in the stores. So if I'm yeah. if I'm a parent that I'm going with my baby to the to the or my kid to the toy aisle and the Star Wars section is empty, then I'm not going to get into collecting because I don't collect and I'm not going to Google what to collect Star Wars, you know, like. Yeah, you don't learn about Dorkside Toys or Hasbro Pulse or Entertainment Earth until you're, you know, a little deeper in the hobby. you know, you look at what else is, as far as product is making it into the toy aisles, right? You see the the Jurassic Park stuff, the new Halo stuff, uh, you know, the Batman figures, Marvel stuff. Even you know the WWE does it, does anybody even watch wrestling anymore? But but the Star Wars sections are just void of product. Yeah, Mando's current. 
Yeah. Mando's current. You know, if you were a kid in this, if, if you were a kid now, would you be calling for Mando product? Wouldn't you? You'd be wanting to see figures on shelves. You know, quality of the film aside, I still, this moment sticks with me as I went into a Target um, after watching uh, one, of, one of the times I went and saw Rise of Skywalker, went into a Target and there was a dad and a son in the toy aisle staring like sitting there and the kid was super excited about the movie the kid liked them like you know it was toyetic the kid wanted he was into star wars he wanted yeah. toys mm-hmm. there were no figures to buy there were no figure there was not a black series figure there was not a vintage collection figure there was nothing for that person to buy all they could get was just like a screaming lightsaber and that was yeah it. yeah <laughs> and that made me really sad because i remember that's kind of the rite of passage where it's like after episode one came out my dad yeah. taking me to yeah. the toy store after we watched it and you know getting to get an obi-wan figure and a darth maul and being yeah, able to I recreate remember, that remember after episode one having my pick okay today do you want to get an obi-wan or a wado or a qui-gon like what you know and today it's like oh you know maybe we'll come back again next week at 8 a.m. when the store opens and maybe they'll have something then yeah tr- try to beat the nerd in the uh, SWTVC sweatshirt <laughs> I, I distinctly remember when those uh saga not the saga collection but those blue packaging saga like the attack of the clones mm-hmm. line of figures that that wasn't attack of the clones yeah um yeah I, I remember going into a Walmart back then and I must have been you know 12 or 13. And the entire aisle at Walmart was, it had its own entire aisle. I mean, man. And now it's got its own little tiny section and it's not even stocked. So like. <laughs> That's empty. Uh, yep. this, yeah. This has to get addressed. Yeah. Uh, that does kind of seem like a good place to stop for this week's episode, I think. Uh, do you guys agree if there's anything you guys want to talk about or plug? Um, I just wanted to, to say, you know, a little shout out to, to all of our allies um, in this cause. You know, we, we've got uh, John Miko and Lando Griffin and, you know, that whole team on the on the TVC Facebook group. We've got uh, Chris Swansky and Brett through Bantha Skull. We've got Tim of Boss Bounty. We've got Victoria of, you know, the Vintage Collection podcast and um, Cantina Chatter podcast. We've got from Forlom to Zuckus. We've got Yak Face, you know, Jason. Um there's just some really good energy in the, uh, you know, synergy in the community right now. It feels like we're all coming together for a united cause. And it it's really great to see that. And I think uh, we're really accomplishing a lot together, beating the same drum and, and just coming together in in ways that maybe the community hasn't for a long time. So it's, it's great to see that. And we just want to, we just want to thank um, our allies for, uh, for fighting with us yeah mm-hmm. yes thank you it's uh it feels good it feels good to be able to take our passion for this and find like-minded people but also find ways to get other people excited about it get other people optimistic about it and really you know with uh, the informative pieces uh, that all like that all the sites are doing and john you know you're doing them for us as well which is just amazing uh keeping people informed um, appraised of what's out there and you know, just if we can keep that gentle leaning on Hasbro, not not being nasty, not being mean or resentful, just, you know, leaning and 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 hoping that they hear us, that we're here. Uh, we want these things and we're excited for them. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, John, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at The Vintage Concepts. 
And if I can plug real quick, uh, earlier this week, Evan and I did a really fun live stream with uh, Tim from Bosk's Bounty and Chris from Bantha Skull on Tim's uh, Bosk's Bounty, the Vintage Collection show on his YouTube channel. So you can check that out if you missed the live stream. That was so much fun. Thank you again to Tim and Chris for having us. Yes. Thank you, Tim. That was awesome. Um, and thank you to everyone who participated in the top 25. I really appreciate everyone putting in the effort and the time to do that. And thank you to everyone who will participate in the bracket uh, voting that we're going to be having this month, this March, on the SWTBC Instagram page. Really looking forward to see how uh, that all shakes out. All right. Tyler, how about you? Uh, you guys can find me at SW Collector 3.75. That is my, my personal collecting page. Uh, obviously, I focus on uh, Star Wars 3.75, but I also, every now and then, I'll, I'll throw in my traitorous, uh, you know, hot toys figures or, or whatever. I, I post some spicy memes in my in my story that might make you giggle. Uh, but yeah, come check me out. All right, Carlo. You guys can find me on Instagram as TXCarlo. Um, if you are into toy photography, hopefully you can still buy and enjoy some of my posts. Best toy photographer in the entire community yes i don't care if i sound biased if you're not following him you're wrong yeah totally, totally. <laughs> oh my gosh you guys thank you i always say uh when i grow up i want to be able to take photos like carlo yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh you guys thank you <laughs> you're gonna make me cry thank you guys <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah lewis uh where can we find you yeah so i'm pretty much always on instagram uh, it's obviously at space hut um, and again, I attempt toy photography, uh, trying to learn from, from the likes of Carla. Yes. But, yes. Uh, and also... Uh, you do good work. Yeah, thank you. And, and also some concept play sets, because again, it's something that I, uh, I'm passionate about, the world building side of things. Um, and it's been a little while since I've, I've put some up, actually, but I'm working on a few at the moment. So um, yeah, there'll be some more coming. We're so glad to have you aboard, man, really. Yes, thank you Definitely. for joining us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's so glad to be here. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, um, and then for me, you know, uh, you can find me uh, again on uh, Tim uh, Bosk Bounty uh, live stream from this week with John. I can be found at Mile High Ground on Instagram, uh, where I just post my random, uh, sad, falling apart in life, but with a smile <laughs> and vintage collection toys. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, uh, as always, uh, here's the part where we put out the little gentle plea to subscribe to the podcast and maybe even consider rating and reviewing it while you're at it. If you enjoyed it, of course, although even if you didn't maybe pretend you did, that'd be dope. Uh, be sure to join in on the fun over at Instagram at SWTVC. Uh, if you're interested, we also have merch available on bonfire.com, uh, shirts and whatnot. Uh, we'll be adding some new products, including hats very soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, the proceeds from those sales go to help us with the cost of giveaways and keeping the metaphor, uh, metaphorical lights on so we can do projects such as this. Uh, and we really appreciate it. So I think that'll do it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. Uh, I've been your host, Evan Freeze, and remember, back TVC, keep 375 alive, balance the scales, Hasbro, finish the 96, and may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>